Hi, and welcome everyone. Um, it's great to have you listening to the Marketing's Invisible Strength podcast series. Um, I'm Shay, and I'm part of the marketing team here in our Napier office. Um, joined here today by Harvey Otero. Harvey's a key part of our project management team here at Market. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about the Winds of Change Symposium. Before we get into it, can you let everyone know a little bit about yourself, Harvey? Hi Shane, thank you for having me. Um, yeah, I am from Figuera Otelo. Uh, I'm from Chile originally, but I've been in New Zealand for the last six years. Back home, I studied business, I did a degree in business, and then I took a bit of time off uh, just traveled the world, and then I went back to study again. I did a postgrad in applied management, and also I'm part-time student in Trail Māori. Awesome. So, Harvey, you shared on LinkedIn that you're involved um, in the Winds of Change Symposium this year. Do you want to give us a bit of an overview on what it's all about? Yes. So, um, I've applied for the program. So, it's the symposium is the final presentation of our projects that we've been working for the last six months. So, this program is organized by the CAPE, the Latin America Center of Excellence, and the University of Otago. So, they just gathering people, a group from New Zealand and a group from Chile, uh, just to work around climate change and how how it's impacting both countries. We awesome. are like same sort of like level and what can we do about it just to reduce um, the impact of climate change. So it's been very interesting. There are different backgrounds, different people, scientists, geologists, um, and also people like me that we don't really know much about science, but we're very interested and we can also be a part of the change. So it's been great to just share time with people that we'd have the same sort of like, we're worried about climate change, but with different backgrounds. So it's been incredible. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. And it's cool that it's not just science. It's, you know, people with the same values, but it's not, you know. And I think that's the key uh, for maybe the last 20, 30 years that we have heard about climate change, but it doesn't go to like the general public level, it just all stays in like the scientific level and like very yeah, academic and not real world. Exactly. So people don't really know what can they do about it, like how, how they can just do little things maybe like just do some recycling or reducing the waste or repairing instead of just going and buy something new yeah um but yeah that that resonates with me especially with the right to repair exactly like we generate so much waste that we don't really think about what's going to happen to that piece of equipment or whatever we buy and we put it into the rubbish bin yeah where is it going to end is it going to end in the landfill or in the ocean we don't really think about it. We just go and go to, I don't know, a big store and buy and replace it. Yeah, and what's going to happen to that in five years, 10 years, 15 years? You know, is it going to break down or is it going to be there? Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's really cool. And it, it's especially interesting because of Mark and here at Mark and our focus on the environment. Um, we're really interested in what's happening with emerging talent um, from the universities. And we're obviously particularly supportive when someone from our own team is involved. So what what's the main idea? What is the symposium aiming to achieve? Um, so it's just to talk about different causes of climate change and what can we do about it to either educate people or go to government and say, hey, we need to change. 
can we address this problem? Uh, it's just, I think, exposing causes of climate change and how we, from our end, what can we do about it? So just making it, I think, just public and accessible to people. Yeah, that's probably the right word, accessible and, mm-hmm. and bringing it forward. And also it's been a great opportunity for me because since the day one when I got accepted in this program, um, it's been very supportive. And, and now I'm part of different sustainability mm-hmm. in, the, in the company. So it's been a great opportunity for me to be part of this program and also put it in practice in Markham, what I've learned. Yeah, and I've, I've been watching that over time and I think that's really cool. And, and especially it's all about those small improvements over time that add up and it's those small changes um, and, and which also, actually make a big difference. Um, having conversation with team members. So maybe not everyone. Yeah, we all know that we need to recycle, but do we really need to recycle? That's the main goal or maybe we should start reducing and then whatever we cannot reduce. Yes. Um, So it's cool that people are so keen to learn about this little changes like climate change that sometimes climate change sounds so overwhelming. I don't, it's too bad. Yeah. It it seems like a too high level problem and and it's, it's those big things that need to change. But in reality, if we all do a small little bit every day, it's it's that compounding factor. Um, And I, there's a book that I want to read, which is certainly related to this. It's called Bird by Bird. And it's about a father who was talking to his son about writing, a, I think it was an essay, something like that. And, and the son was talking about, oh, it's, it's too hard. Like, it's this big thing. And he said, just look at it. It's always about birds. Yeah. Um, that's a re- funny reference. But basically he was saying, look at it bird by bird. Do it one bird at a time. And it, by the end of it, you won't even notice, but you would have written this whole essay just in these tiny bite-sized chunks. And it's it's kind of the same with, with climate change and, and recycling. And But I like how you um, were talking about the reduction. Like, do we need to, do we need this product or service? Yeah. You know, or can we reduce that um, before we get to the recycling stage? Because the recycling is almost like the last step of the process. Mm-hmm. And- we yes, uh, a lot of the the effort is put into the end customer, which it's us that we need to take a bag if we go on to do groceries or yes. have a keep cup. Oh, sorry to say the brand, but like a reusable yeah. cup instead of having a takeaway cup, which is great. We all should do those little things, but also what's happening with the company that they're producing those products? Yeah, they should be responsible. To the waste and not just put all the effort like pulled all the responsibility on into the end customer yeah love it um, and pulling it back to the symposium what what was the topic that you're going to be speaking to so we picked glaciers cool so the title of our project is glacier tourism in a warming world so it's me and three other people, two people from Chile and one from New Zealand. They're all geologists and one is expert in, in glaciers. Mm-hmm. So we decided that he knew a lot about glaciers. So why not just go down yep. that path? And it's been so interesting because we, we started the project thinking glacier tourism impact has a big impact in glaciers, like glacier retreat. 
are just glaciers melting. But we got in touch with four different people, like the experts, we call them, uh, James Rentwick, Heather Hurting, uh, Sam Sparson in the organization from Chile. And we ended up realizing that the glacier retreat, it's, it's caused because of like carbon emissions or like big things like that, not just people going and walking on a glacier. For sure. So it's been interesting to just, from what we think that it was a big problem, like it is a big problem, but the cause wasn't like the one that we thought it was. Okay. Could you, this might be tricky, could you give us a little bit of a spoiler? Like maybe maybe some of the points that you'll be covering? Um, yes. So we are sharing uh, some words from the experts, which it's the message that we're trying to just get across the general public. Okay. Um, we also created a product. Um, it's a website. So nice. this is the way that we're trying to make information accessible to people. Um, not just you could have like a, a paper, like a research paper or which is not very accessible to no, and, and it's not really like friendly to people that it's not into the scientific field. Yeah. So we're just trying to make it as easy as possible, as accessible as possible for whoever is going to a glacier maybe or is doing some tourism or maybe just interested in climate change. Nice. You can just go online and have a look. Sounds cool. And so is this supposedly a one-off event or is it going to be like, is it going to be a yearly event or? So the program started last year and this is the second year and I think it's going to keep going. So this is a cool thing, more people involved, more people trying to do good cool. things. So it's great. Awesome. Will people be able to watch it online? Yes, so like it's going to be online um, and just stored. I think it's the University of Um Okay. Website. Let me let me do that. Um, so this this podcast will obviously come out um, after you've spoken at the symposium. But if people do want to have a listen or have a watch or how it's been delivered, are they able to you know get a YouTube recording or something like that? Yeah. So the video gets stored uh, in the Capes website and also in the University of Ottawa website. Cool. Okay. Um, and we'll put the, we can put those details in the show notes yeah. um, so people can click through. Okay, awesome. Thanks so much, Harvey. Um, it's been a really interesting session. Um, and to our listeners, uh, if you want to learn more about Markham, you can check out our website, which is markhamglobal.com. Uh, be free to have a look around um, and you can reach out to us via the contact form or our chatbot, Percy. Uh, and remember to keep listening for our next Invisible Strength episode. Catch you later. Thanks.